Welcome back to Coaches and the Couch, episode 10. It's been a wee while since we've done a podcast and we want to just kind of give you a bit of a life update. Yeah, a fucking lot of shit has happened. A lot has happened, man. A lot has happened on both parts, to be fair. Apologies for our absence, but there's kind of sometimes things that you just kind of do about stuff and yeah. shit happens sometimes. So, hope Fraser... You, hope you've missed us. Fraser, what have you been up to? Honestly, mate, I've been absolutely up to fuck all. Um, so yeah, because last time we were going to do the podcast was you were in prep for high drop, high rocks, high rocks, high rocks, uh, and I'd basically just like definitely given the go ahead to start prep. I was about ten weeks out or something like that at the time, and then I went and tore my quad on the hack squat, um, which has been a very painful fucking process. But yeah, so I am. Out, done, not doing fuck all really for now for the rest of the year. Um, yeah, haven't recovered from that, but it's getting there. How long do you reckon your recovery is going to be for that? Physically, first, obviously. Ten weeks until I'm out this brace is what I've been told, but I don't know how long it will be until I can actually put weight and walk on it. So, yeah, I really don't know. I it's really how don't long know. is a bit of string in that? Yeah, it? it's, I think it's different from different people. And the thing is, as well, like, for you, because you're a heavier guy, like 100 kilo plus, yeah. you probably find that you mate. There's that. So there's there's been some horror moments. Um, the surgeon I remember before I went in was like, "Cause you're a big guy and you've got big, like quite big legs, limbs and stuff." And as yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't say I've got big legs for bodybuilding, but obviously, yes, in comparison to a normal person. Aye. And then he was like, "You're gonna really fucking struggle moving this about." And I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "That's gonna be a dead weight." And it was, see, the first few days, man, oh my God, I could, because I can't lift my leg forward. So, the first few days, I was pure having to drag it, so I was Aye. having to walk backwards and shit. Um, but at the beginning, when I got home, it was so fucking swollen. Like, I got videos of it, and you can see that I can move about all the swelling and shit. Aye. And uh, I tried to go upstairs and see when I tried to go up the stairs, and my leg was kind of like that brief dangle. Yep. It would feel so heavy, I could feel my knee getting like oh my God. pulled apart. Um, so I'd have to like pure like do it so slowly or try slide it up or something like that. Fucking awful madness, man. Yeah. What has been going on with you, High Rocks? So did you come? Do you know? Twelve. Twelve. That's fucking that's, high. That's impressive, man. For a first shot for a five week prep. Yeah. Um, and that was like in like I think there was maybe like three four hundred people in our category or something like that. So, Jesus Christ, man, that's good. Um, I was I was chuffed with it. So I um, obviously about a year ago we were on April now April seventeenth last year I went to Scottish. Yeah. And now I've transitioned into kind of functional performance based stuff. Um, Do you have any intention of ever going back to competing? I don't know, man. Um, you toy with the idea, but you're kind of over it now. I think, do you know what, see doing a prep for a competition like that High Rocks competition just there and eating 4,000 calories a day and like a day, two, three days, four days, a week before the show, a week before the competition and two weeks before it as well, you're constantly eating all the time. Uh-huh. Different kind of prep. But you've still got the same mindset towards the competition that you're still like, right, you're training really hard and you really want to do your best but you don't need to worry about that hunger aspect. Mm-hmm. You don't need to worry about that aspect of do I look good or not how how was this how was the, this process different and like what was the satisfaction aspect in comparison to bodybuilding because obviously in bodybuilding we have that aesthetic kind of motivation you see that kind of sort of what was the kind of same thing in bodybuilding you don't really finish anything do you know what I mean 
Like you don't like obviously when you get so back, you're not like crossing a finish line. Ah, you it's cross, like, okay, you, you get clapped off stage. Ah, you cross the finish line that well done and that. Like do you know what I mean? It's like and. It, it, it felt good to know that all the all the hard work that you put in that you actually were able to like complete the whole thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, and we actually we said that we were probably going to complete. It. Well, I thought in my head anyway. Average times ninety minutes. I was like, right, cool, no worries. I'll try and complete it in like eighty five, just so I'm above average. And we completed it in seventy one minutes. Jeez. And then I looked about to other people who done it in Glasgow who are actually really good at obviously. High rocks people that go do their ten k's and all that all the time, like mm-hmm. people that are pure seasoned runners, guys that are black fucking hell, man. Look at the time he ran it, and I'm looking at their times and we beat people like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like fucking hell, how did I beat that person? I was like, I was like, and I'm ahead. I'm like, they must not be that good. But then I'm like, no, wait, uh, maybe we're actually good at it. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So, um, do you feel like one of you carried the other, or do you think it was an easy balance? So, you can not, be honest. Not with the running. Not with the running. Um, Definitely not. The two has really pushed each other with the running. When it came, uh, well, when it comes to the actual event, so just so for anybody listening who doesn't know what High Rocks is, it's basically like a really fucking hard CrossFit workout. So basically, you run. Is a it co- like Murph? I don't know. I don't know why. I know. I know it's a CrossFit workout, but basically, you run over the space of the, the workout. You run eight kilometers, so you do an exercise in between each kilometer. So you run a kilometer, then you row a thousand meters for it, for example. But right. that a thousand meter row can be split. So we can we we could do I do two fifty she did two fifty I do two fifty she does two fifty. The hardest part for the two is but was probably like the prowler push and pull. So you've got to push one hundred fifty meters one hundred fifty kilometer per hour, um, fifty meters. Shona, my training partner, weighs like forty seven kilo. Wait, hold on. Say that again. You've got to push one hundred forty kilometers. Sorry, push one hundred fifty kilo. Right. <laughs> fifty meters. Right. So Shona weighs like 47 kilo or something like that, right? right? So she's tiny um, in comparison to me. So like, I, pro- I, I had she's to, fucking strong. Aye, but I've had to do most of the prowler pull and push. Whereas things like burpees, so you do like a burpee, chest to floor, and then you jump forward for aye, eight, that was hard. For about 100 meters. So we went like that, right to the very start. It's like, you do six reps, I'll do four reps. So you kind of got to be strategic about it. So yeah. I don't think... to each other's strengths, so that's, that's what makes you a good exactly. team. Exactly, so... She's good at the stuff that that um, like the burpees and um, like lunges and things like that. Like she's a lot better than me at them things. And then there's things that I'm a lot better than her at. So basically, we just went right. The things that you're better at, you do more. And things I'm better at, you do more. She is a runner, so mm-hmm. I've said I, th- I thought like she's going to be absolutely fucking outpacing me here 100. percent But your running was absolutely fine. Do you know That's what I mean? Good. It's That's a, good. It's different, but when you go a 5k run compared to when you do a kilometre run and then you push a prowler for 150 metres and you run, like your legs are so fucking fatigued. Yeah. It's so different. It's such a mix-up of like, uh, training styles as well. But it's like, I think, because obviously with bodybuilding, you're, you're always, you always know who's going to win. Like, see when you turn up at yeah, day? you, do, you, you do. always know. When it comes to like, when it comes to that sort of stuff, you have got no clue. Like, for example, there was like 3,500 people competing for a start. Like, Jesus Christ, It's man. fucking massive, this thing, man, honestly. <laughs> Um, but so was in Barcelona Barcelona is that right? like a lot higher attendance so than what you get like here I think um, Glasgow was about 2,000 or maybe 1,500 or 2,000 so just a lot more man but yeah. um, I, it's, I think it's a bit bigger um, it's a bit bigger in Spain because they've got like 7 or 8 different like, events so they've got like Valencia Barcelona Madrid twice a year um, so I but I think it's just that thing where like you know you're in a gym and like even when you get to that day, like with bodybuilding, I think a lot of the time, like you know you're going to win before you win, kind mm-hmm. of thing. And all the work's already done. 
and you just you stand on stage and as long as you get your posing right, you know you're going to do well. But I think with with high rocks, you can there's so many places you can fuck up on when you're actually doing the thing. Like for instance, your wall ball. If you miss the wall, like the wee target, you lost time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you take a wee bit longer when you're t- stopping for a drink of water, like you lost time. Do you know what I mean? If you take fat, if you take longer to transition from one exercise into another exercise, yeah, it's your you time's constantly going. So it's a different, it's a different uh, kind of goal and stuff. It's like not that. better though. Uh, actually, one thing I want to get across right away: it's not better. It's not. It's not it's better. Totally than it's rewarding because uh, they're. they're I get they're both fitness, but they are completely different. What I will say is, is see when you place first, second, third, fourth, or fifth in a bodybuilding show, like, oh sorry, second, third, fourth, or fifth in a bodybuilding show, it feels like fucking shite. Yeah. Like anything apart from first place in a bodybuilding show feels like crap. Whereas no matter where I placed at High Rocks, I think I still feel good. Yeah, because uh, th- that's that's the one difference is that maybe you can push as hard as you possibly can Aye. you can do all these things you want for a bodybuilding show but then there can be a, just a, nat, a your natural genetics and body structure Aye. can just go against you like a guy could just come in uh, naturally like fucking uh, Jared Aye. like fuck you'd be fucked going up against someone like that and that's just yeah. natural they, they, there's nothing, there you, can about nothing you can do about nothing that you can do about it. but high rocks you can obviously train harder prep more push harder build it Aye. up I do think though like, there is that level of like with, with that type of training it's like it, you, you can't teach somebody how to push through pain when they're absolutely dying and yeah. your your legs feel like lead weights and you're like right I need to keep running this is the one thing I'll say about bodybuilding see like training to failure learning how to like push that one rep that you thought you didn't have every two reps you didn't think every three reps you didn't think your, your pain threshold's higher learning to do that has transitioned really well into this type of training because it's like this type of this type of sport is kind of mad about how much we, 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 it's in that kind tolerance of, basically in that space they call it the suck right and it's like how much of the suck that you can push through do you know what I mean how how when when when, um, when the training gets hard and the, the legs get heavy it's how much longer can you still keep pushing at that point yeah. and I think bodybuilding's pretty much set me up for this point do you know what I mean yeah um, I do think winning a bodybuilding show compared to winning a high rocks is probably going to be a better feeling though then because it's like I don't know I, I just personally think that anyway maybe it's just I've been biased because I've won one but I don't know but, yeah maybe um, but it's, it's two different spaces and then there's a big argument between is aesthetics better or is performance slash functional better none of them are better yeah, both of them are fucking class and you should see how you enjoy I think like do you know what why argue about both of them why not just get good at the two of them and yeah. then you can coach both of them I definitely think with High rocks and that type, type, type of training, you have a. It's like bodybuilding. Like, like, if you're pushing bodybuilding seriously, you have an age that you have to check out and stop. Yeah, man. With high rocks, it's the same thing. It's a lot later. Aye. But it is going to come. But see if you strip back bodybuilding to its basics of just going to the gym and resistance training, that's the shit that you're going to be doing to death. Aye. Like, you could see an 80 year old go on and try to use a leg press, Aye. a resistance training leg press, even just light, okay? But. Getting them to do fucking burpees or whatever like that or um, anything kind of like that is going to be a lot, 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 lot harder. Oh, so and much, You've got man. to strip back everything to being so much more basic and functional. Aye. That's where having that knowledge in bodybuilding is going to be really, really, really Aye, important. 100%. And people in CrossFit that deny that that's going to happen, like, oh, if I keep doing that, I'll be, you are fucking kidding yourself. This is the thing, right, as well, I'm going to say right now, high rocks versus CrossFit. High rocks is CrossFit without fucking injuries. It's for me. I would. I'd have loved to have done CrossFit, but I just feel that 
everybody I've spoke to who is seriously into CrossFit is injured. Yeah, it's, it's, maybe it's not injured, same, but they've got an injury. It's the same as bodybuilding, right. though. Like it, 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 we can we can turn around and say, like I would turn around and say that being able to do all that shit, I'm just feeling like that's so unnecessary. Why right. do you give a shit? Like right. why, why do you care? But then they turn around and say, why the fuck did you feel the need to squat 300 kilos in a hat? It's pretty <laughs> fucking funny. But it's like there's there's shit to both of them. Right. We'll try and defend as much as you can. We'll try and defend pushing right. heavy. They'll try and defend doing like all the Olympic right. lifting and stuff like that. And doing handstand walks and stuff like that and push up. I'm like, fucking fair enough. There's there's gonna be that risky element to either sport. I can, that's the thing that people fucking like. That's the top level in it. Always like see when I was in jiu-jitsu and MMA, there was always guys like they'd walk in, they'd be like, they just walk in like after they even started the class. You remember them um, ibuprofen adverts? And it would like it would show you them taking that, it would show you like the wee orange like yeah, bit of the really like if you could actually if you had X ray vision and you walked <laughs> just, in a, you just need all orange. You walked in a, you walked into a jiu-jitsu gym like the guys who compete or you walked into a gym for the guys who just compete, you would just see around <laughs> in the elbow and the shoulder and the knee, do you know what I mean? Just constantly. 100%. And the hip day, probably, and the lower back, everywhere, fucking everywhere. 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 Um aye, 100%. So I think like I think anyway, like you should just Especially if you're a coach, you should be to be quite open minded. You know, I mean, I try yeah. to be open minded with CrossFit. I've done you it, and be. I just, I, I just think there's just so many ways to enjoy yourself. Because um, there's a there's an aspect as well that like your average gym goer is going to enjoy both of, aye. like teaching the basics of bodybuilding and resistance, like just basically good resistance training. Okay, because I think that's bodybuilding is just an expansion of that. Aye. But teaching some of the basics of that is enjoyable because it's progressible. It's not too you're not going to feel as anxious about doing that as compared to what you are going it's to like going progressible to do. a word what progressible is that a word yeah I'm putting that right in my vocabulary I've not heard that for you it? do know that, that right now we've not even looked this up and people are probably screaming about this like probably. using mongos probably progressible nice one I didn't I say it wasn't it I just I, I was genuinely like you I was, made me question myself for like, what <laughs> I was like I was like taking that for my own my own vocabulary there <laughs> You see me. You see me on Instagram. We was talking about what about three times next week now. Yeah, right. What were we on about? Then? Um, how bodybuilding training and resistance training is. Oh yeah, but there's going to be aspects of like say, well, I'd say more high rocks kind of like stuff. Oh. CrossFit, there, but yeah, CrossFit like, um, or classes in a way as well. Gym oh. classes, aspects of that where they do maybe like high intensity sets in their workout, whether it be like. Um, AMRAPs or rowing and burpees or something like that there is definitely a crossover between them both and you need to know the basics of both aye 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 definitely the advanced shit is more a speciality when you're going into CrossFit yeah you need to be a CrossFit coach you need to live and breathe it Mm -hmm. or bodybuilding yes it's the exact same you need to live and breathe it you would not go to a CrossFit coach for a bodybuilding prep aye aye of course but you should know the basics they should be a, a CrossFit coach in my opinion, should be able to kind of go, okay, I'm going to take my client on the leg press and coach it efficiently Aye. because it's a basic-ass fucking movement. But you Aye. won't see a leg press really in a CrossFit gym. Nah, nah. In a functional gym, maybe, but not an actual CrossFit gym. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying you don't ever get them, but I wouldn't say it's... They're more focused on squat racks and stuff like that and there's Aye. other bits of equipment, which is fair enough. That's Building muscle is important, man. Like, it's, it's so important, like, with every single aspect, like, of every single type of training ever. Yeah. Like... And if it's not to get stronger, it's just to prevent injuries. Do you know what I mean? Like to, pre- to pre- prevent injuries around like leg press, for instance, like hips and knees, yeah. getting strong hips and knees through your quads and hamstrings and glutes getting stronger. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Or getting a stronger chest, that's obviously going to mean that your shoulders and elbows are going to get stronger. So you're less likely to get an elbow or a shoulder injury. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, well, that, the one thing 
a lot of these things that really piss me off is that you'll see loads of people that are like right okay and they're banding around their knees and then they're doing crab walks and stuff like that and I'm like mm. or you could just go on an abduction machine yeah and get the exact same thing that is going to be more beneficial that's actually going to work the muscle through a fuller range instead of like going all tension when it's short and none when it's lengthy and then taking up half the fucking gym as well yeah like fucking like going backwards <laughs> and forwards like, there's some things I'm like like get half the fucking track I've got a prowler to put on it and yeah. push up and down like, it's, it's like people that I'm like you cannot turn around and say that that is better than actually just using a machine I know I know. And I feel like people kind of get naive of, oh, but like, you don't want to be doing It's the functional, functional people, right? It's yeah. a functional people. Like, I would you just say that, that's what I was about to say. Like, machines ain't functional. I, yeah, they fucking they are. are. See the muscles that you're building, they're going to fucking function, mate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, people that say, I do more functional training, and I'm like, well, what do you make of a leg extension? Aye. And they're like, oh, it's not really functional. I was like, but the, the leg extension literally changes the quads. <laughs> the quad for its function it's literally the uh, quad is responsible for extension. extending and flexing. so a leg extension literally by your definition is insanely functional <laughs> but people mean by that is like oh you're doing multiple movements and like all that kind of stuff but yeah no I, I feel that there's a bit of stupidity on both sides if you could swing it would probably be functional yeah. do you know what I mean if you could just swing into it it would be a functional leg extension yeah. do you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> if there was a way Kipping extensions man Aye It's basically like Anything that's isolation stuff The last not functional Yeah like, But it is mate that It is, is. It it is. Really That's is. literally what the purpose Aye. Of the muscle is Exactly You do sissy squats Do you know what I mean That is an iso- I would say that's an isolation movement Pretty much for your quad Like a sissy squat In a way yeah Aye. So yeah. like It's not far away For your leg extension But when no. you actually think about How it feels when you do it And the way it Acts towards your quad Do you know what yeah, I mean I don't think I'm going to be Doing them for a long Oh I, I know That's true Anyway I, So that's what's been happening man um, Fraser got injured yeah. And I did high rocks And I'm not a bodybuilder anymore No I, Either am I really for now I'd well. say I'm a hybrid I'm a hybrid athlete I, I, I just say I'm fuck all Really <laughs> <laughs> I'm, Yeah No I can't wait to get back To the gym though I think this This week see, Coming to your flat Was like a fucking target for him Because Aye. I'm like Right okay The gym is Another well, fucking twenty minute walk from me. Fuck's sake, for you. So just to kind of put it into perspective, the gym is probably about two hundred and fifty steps from my house. So <laughs> that's a long way, right? One hundred and twenty-five for you. I, I look, I look at that, and I think, okay, cool. That's going to be like about four breaks. To get, uh-huh. like, I'm going to have to get there and pause every like so often. And be like, oh, fuck. So next thing, probably. So that's what we're up to the now. So next steps for you. Next steps, just now I'm just focusing on stuff like online with clients, stuff like that. The last month I've not been able to really take on many people because I've honestly been fucked recovering. Aye. Like, I've been wiped out with that. So just getting my all my current clients, like, transition set up and the routine of it, that's been way more than enough work. What, um, what do you think will happen then? Do you think you'll go, like... Do you think you're doing more online stuff? I'm going to try just do some more online After stuff because I don't... Part of the reason is I don't actually know how long it'll take me to actually properly recover because right. I need to think of like I can't walk or put any weight in this at all so part of my recovery I need to think of is how long it'll be yes not just until I can walk but how long is it until I could do like five clients walking about a gym back to back because like your legs feel fucked on a normal day when they're good I don't know how that'll fucking hold up with oh, it. No, so that's so just now it'll be purely an online focus um, which has been weird because it's in the last few weeks for some reason especially seeing the video I posted about the injury and it's been reposted by a few pages I've had so many one-to-one inquiries I'm like I can't do that and they're like oh I'm not really and I'm like for fuck's sake but I know it's, I think as well with like one-to-one you just need to explain to them that they're going to get the exact same result 
Like, I think that's always been a thing for me. Let's see when people say, oh, just what one to one. I'd be like, but you're going to get the same result as my one to one clients. I would argue differently. I was literally having this conversation because I've had like client calls and stuff like that this morning. Like, one of the common things was, uh, I don't feel comfortable to push myself as much as when I was with no. you. So things aren't progressing as much. Um, I suppose in an aspect it only depends if clients are the care about getting stronger, but I think everybody does. I think the biggest the biggest thing, the telltale sign of what one's better is the price. Like, you're not going to pay somebody more money to to see them, to do an online coaching programme with them yeah. than, you are, than you are in person, do you know what yeah. I mean? And I always, I always think, like, obviously I've been going between online and face-to-face, right? Um just now I think like seeing even seeing your client once a month or twice a month is like see getting to see you and then taking them through a training session but obviously for us um, your bog standard person doesn't need to train to failure right no. but your goal is to build as much muscle as you fucking humanly can possibly grow Yeah. and you need to be training as close to failure as you can if you're training like five six reps away from failure yeah, and you're only doing two sets per, per exercise you're not going to grow nah but like you're probably going to grow a wee bit but, but it's gonna, you're going to reach that plateau very you're going to just plateau. basically get to a tickly bit but not get to the bit you want to get to and I would say that's a positive <laughs> with like on like not with one to one sorry that your comfort zone and your barrier gets pushed that little bit more and more and more more quickly than what you would if you are by yourself Aye. that's the one difference between online coaching and one to one I would say is that I would say training wise you'll definitely progress that little bit more again initially like um, feedback and stuff straight away aye, as well because you're aye, visually able to see it aye. and stuff like that compared to waiting on video feedback which means you might not get the feedback and you have to wait a week aye. And that's, I think I, that's I, the one difference I love I love one-to-one so there. I, I think it's so much fun I missed it so much man. I, I, I think, miss it aye. so badly as well aye. just now like online coaching don't get me wrong it's good and I've had I have actually developed things that I've not utilised with online coaching and stuff like that before mm. Um, and I'm definitely seeing really good progress with everybody because it's com- a complete focus yep. but I still miss one to one and I Aye. still know that I can get I would say and I, but this might be shooting myself in the foot but I do definitely will get better results with people one to one than when we do online Aye, definitely. I would say any coach that argues differently with that is talking out their arse Aye, 100% it depends though as well Like it depends like because your client if you've got a client who will willingly go into a gym and go 100% every session they're probably going to get the same result, yeah. but you're not. They have as, as, an experience that is a that is a like a caliber of client yeah. that is like the top zero point two percent clients. Yeah, that's that's that one client you get. That's that's what a one uh, hundred client. And see when people say, "Hey, you're right." Oh, PTs have got favourites and all that, right? That cunt is our favourite client. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute favourite client, right? You go here, mate. Go the article, does it? And then does a wee bit more. Or even yeah. a wee bit male and a wee bit male. Do I, you know I, I mean? I, but part of the reason no, I like I like having those clients is because you get geek out a bit. Like Aye. there's there's clients that you you don't need to dive into the depths of what people sometimes make out. Because um, if it's just a gen pop client or something, like that, someone that's just kind of like I know people hate that fucking phrase, but like someone that's just your everyday gym goer that's needs to get fit and healthy, they don't need to dive down the roots of fucking supplements and stuff like that as much as what somebody's like right. Okay, I want to step on stage. Right, okay, we need to tick all these boxes, Aye. and you get a geek out on that a little bit. That's that's the fun thing I think. Lifestyle clients are so much easier to coach, like so much easier because there's, there's like even somebody's already at like a very high level, and you need to go like, well, how the fuck do we get this guy from fucking good to amazing? Like that's a really hard thing to do. Yeah. I think. Whereas with a general gen pop client or your average client or whatever you want to call it, right? Just somebody who comes to you and want to look a wee bit better. Literally, you get them into the gym. You pretty much already got them where you need them. 
Like they've they've not they're not consistently training already. So if you've got them consistently training now and you've got them consistently and well and consistently 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 <laughs> mo- moving about a wee bit more, doing a bit more steps than they were normally doing, you've already got that person progressed. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, and it won't take long before they're like shit. Things are changing really well. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And and it's such an it's it's, it's such, such a fast response from that client. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other client is isn't going to be such a such a quick response. It's going to be harder to get those wee tiny details right but the ones that actually make a big difference to get them from like like good to great mm-hmm. do you know what I mean um, but it's, it's good to get a client like that in as well because obviously they're already at a high level and you're right they're strong as fuck they know how to train you're like right brilliant I can train them even harder make them lift even more yeah. so they're always fun they're always fun clients to train so they're I think I agree I think so I anyway one to one we probably agree that you could probably get better results than one to one but again, it depends on a PT. It does. That's another aspect as well. It's, it, it, and we it, are fucking class PTs, by the way. Yeah. Um, but oh, not everybody is. <laughs> yeah. That's not even a lie. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why I did that. I don't know why I did that. I'm kidding on laugh. Because that's not even a lie. I'm kidding on laugh. It's deadly serious. It's deadly serious. Deadly serious. Deadly serious. Yeah, not deadly serious. Because a lot of PTs, like, the problem is, is like they see the personal training session as a PT session and that's it. Like yeah, they train the client, but when we say they train them, like they take them through a training plan, but they don't really do anything else. Like they, they, you know what I mean? It's like they don't talk about progressive overload. They just take you into the gym and then they take you through a session, yeah. and then they see you next week or give you EQs and how to improve a movement. They're Aye. just like you're doing RDL. You you did RDLs. Aye, and that's it. And you just, just go down and back up again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I was walking out of sessions with worse injuries than me. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, so I, th- it does obviously depend on like the PT you go to as well. Do you know what I mean? One hundred percent. Like, um, just do your fucking research, man. Yeah, I think th- there's there's also an aspect of personalities need to click. Uh, like, see if you find that you there's someone that you think is really intelligent. You're like, I really want to sign up with them, but their personality just seems fucking shite. I genuinely think that's a good enough reason. Aye. I think I genuinely think I'm like fair enough because you need to be able to communicate like you need to be able to develop a relationship with a coach where you're open to talk to them about stuff. Especially with people that's when it comes down to the line of issues, maybe relationships with food, mm-hmm. um, or anxiety kind of stuff. Yeah. Like not necessarily mental health, just like I'm anxious about going to the fucking gym. Aye. You need to feel comfortable enough with them to talk to them about it. If you don't see them as someone that's approachable and talk, like you can't talk to them about it, you're not gonna that, that that's gonna be an issue in itself straight away. Yeah. But it depends on person to person and the issue as well, obviously. I always say, like, see if I like, sit down with a client and do a consultation with them and then they come in for the first couple of sessions and we don't even have a laugh during the training session. Yeah. I'm like, if we don't laugh, you're not somebody I work with. Like, yeah. I don't know how bad that sounds, right? I genuinely do, right? But if we're not, if we're not maybe having like, meaning, meaningful conversations or we're having a, a joke or a laugh together, I'm not enjoying myself. And if I don't enjoy myself, I don't really feel that I work to my best level. Yeah, but I, I, I genuinely think it still comes back to as well. Like, yeah, like as you say, you're, not working, you're not working to the same level. Aye. Yeah, because you're not having a deep. Like, it doesn't need to be fucking deep. Like, tell me your life fucking story. Aye. But you need to be able to have a decent conversation with your client because if you can do that, you build the relationship, and in that way, things are going to be far more effective. Aye. So um, that's your next steps. So yeah. you're just you're just focused on recovery. Yeah, me? I've got my first physio session next week. Oh, do you? Yeah. What, what until do you know? Do they, do they, do they, I have no fucking Is idea. that where the actual hospital? Yeah. Aye. Wonder what'll happen. So um, try and get me to walk on it. Probably. 
Um, I get good luck to them, man. Like, because you're heavy as fuck. Yeah. Don't need about two physios to help. The <laughs> <laughs> one standing at your side. I, I, I was so desperate to get out of the fucking hospital. Um, well, fuck right, this is a fucking stupid story. I'm going to tell you this. Maybe a little bit long. I got told before I went in for surgery uh, by somebody like don't wear pants by the way because if you wear them and if they're on your leg they'll cut them off to make sure there's no circulation issues or something like that and I was like alright I don't get that but fair alright so I had like for like a day or something like that I had no pants on after surgery because I wasn't fucking like getting dressed and that and then physio came in and he was like right I had a different brace to this one and he was like right okay I'm going to change you and put you in this different brace and I just looked at him and I was like mate if you lift up my leg you are going to see my ball sack. <laughs> he, he was just purely like looking at me and I was like, so, what I'm going to ask you to do, I'm going to give you this pair of pants, slip it over that foot and get the fuck out of the room. <laughs> so, um, so I, yeah, my ball sack, my ball sack. Good man, good times. Um, so I, so what is Harry getting up to? So, um, my next steps are, we've got another Hyrox book. So how long away is that? It's like twenty-two weeks, maybe twenty-one weeks. Fucking hell of a prep then for it. I'm going to start prepping for it in June, so it's going to do a sixteen-week prep for it. But it's, it's one of the ones that like we were doing like four conditioning sessions a week. Yeah. Whereas just now I'm just doing one, one conditioning session, one boxing session, and I'm done. Fucking wee deal after it, but oh mate, I I needed that week, man. I took a whole week off, like not trained at all for a whole week. You're gonna have to schedule on probably rest weeks and stuff like that. Aye, I'll well, do it. Like, deal with weeks. Deal with okay. weeks. So we're, we're kind of going to do it like in. Um, so we've got 16 weeks, so we're going to do it in kind of four week blocks. So we'll go four weeks hard, take a week and a half, go four weeks hard, take a week and a half. Basically until, not take a whole week after, so maybe we'll do like, kind of first, the first. I think with deloads and anything like that, it's, you need to play it by your, your body. Like you need to see, because you could do four weeks and be like, I feel fucking fine. Aye. And keep going, which is fine. You kind of listen to your body's response, but after a week, you could push really hard on your first week and be like, fuck, I've done it way too much Aye. there, need deload that straight away. So I think it's one of those cases play it by ear, see if you need to take a complete time right. off or just do a little bit less or what? I think it's like my body's still kind of like, it's still trying to adapt to like training this way because like, I think when you train, like, it's one of them as I see because it's full body workouts, part of your body's always sore. Uh-huh. Obviously when you, in bodybuilding, like if your back's sore, you train chest. If your chest is sore, you train legs. Yeah. So you don't then need to touch the part of the body that's sore. Obviously in these conditioning sessions you're like, right, my legs are sore. My legs were sore for, so I trained with Shona the very first time on a Sunday with her first kind of wee session just to kind of like see how it feels and things like that, see if I actually want to do it or not. Mate, I'm not even kidding on. I had done from that day right through the whole way until <laughs> we took, I took, so on the week of Hyrox, it was on a Saturday, I trained Monday, Tuesday, right? And then on a Thursday, and the Friday after it, it was the first time I didn't have thumbs up one time. I could feel so, honestly mate, my legs were sore the whole way right through it, right? The whole way right through There was always like, not like proper leg day thumbs, right? But they felt like they had been worked at some yeah, point. Yeah, they were just heavier. Like you were like, do you know what I mean? Like you were just like maybe six, seven hours away from like recovering for your last leg day. Like they're still kind of a wee bit sore yeah. or whatever. Like I, I see we just kind of, kind of constantly felt like they away from it. Um, so we've got, well, it's, I just literally forgot what the fuck I was about to say there. <laughs> I think it was funny as well. I never saw. Oh, raise my mind. Oh, mate. Um, sorry, Hyrox, Dublin, the end of October. So, we got an hour 11 
Um, and the last one there, so the aim is to try and get an at least five minutes after. Right. Um, I have a 16 week prep though, that should be fucking definitely do 100% mate, like, if we get a run, so we, uh, you did 8 kilometres, but we got, our average kilometre time was 4.45, so we're going to try and get, 4.50 sorry, so we're going to try and get the kilometre time doing like maybe 4.20, 4.25, and we'll knock like so much time up, that's like 4 minutes or something yeah. that we'll get, just for that, you know what I mean? Um, that's all like just wee small changes stuff like that. that's one of these things is you develop more fitness and get more conditioned to it and stuff like that is going to come a lot easier running with one of them would be daft bags that you drink a lot of right yeah. as much as I don't want to like him running with one of them right <laughs> but right the thing is we stopped for water four times and we probably stopped for about 30 seconds four mm-hmm. times which is two minutes whereas that's time you can take off when, when one person's going and one another person's going then that's the time where we could go like, take a wee drink and then you're not lost any time but what about uh, like the additional weight of that though like that, that's going to make a difference surely slightly it's only going to be like what like 750 mil or something like that or it's just like not even need any mil than that do you know what I mean so like half a kilo to three quarter a kilo like fair I maybe Shona will probably feel it than me because she's yeah. so light yeah but um, I said originally I was going to go we'll, we'll, we'll take a what you call it a litre ways, but I'm like, that's a fucking kilo. Yeah, you don't need don't that, 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 that much, man. Drink that much. It was like three wee tiny cups, four wee tiny cups anyway, and I'd take her, take her sitting there, like, throw it in my face and then keep going. Yeah, because you, you, you don't want to take it too much because then that's going to slow you down, but right. you're just going to feel pure heavy. You just want a light thing and keep fucking going. 100%, aye. Um, so, I, that is our plans for the foreseeable. So, um, we'll get guests back and stuff like that coming uh-huh. on because we had we had a load of stuff planned we had loads of stuff to do with like Ramadan and stuff like that loads of guests come we're meant to be booked on but my yeah. leg has made shit go completely sideways so selfish. yeah but we'll try selfish, selfish, I'm sorry bastard. I'm sorry <laughs> this is too much so yeah thanks uh, thanks for listening to episode 10 and we'll catch you next week see you catch later you.